Today's show is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Cufflinks.com. If you want to look good when you step out in the morning or you have an event coming up, go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. And from January 3rd to the 12th, it's winter clearance. 20% off sale price. Use code WINNER20. Now, you know what? Cufflinks.com is good for any season. They've got all the great geek stuff you like, whether it's Rise of the Skywalker, they got Avengers, they got NCAA, NBA, NFL, all that kind of cool stuff, plus the wearable art, classic, good-looking cufflinks, ties, all the stuff that you need. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today, use code WINNER20 to save 20% off, support our sponsor cufflinks.com, a family-owned company just like DVR Podcast, baby. Go to cufflinks.com today. Today, we're going to be talking about The Bachelor, Pilot Pete, Episode 1. It's time to batch it up. Hello and welcome back. My name is Axel and my co-host today and every week for this Bachelor season is Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hey, Axel. Another week. I'm excited. Yes, yes. Uh, If you're joining us for the first time, this is actually our first time covering The Bachelor. We started last season covering Bachelor in Paradise and we actually met on the Bachelor Party Facebook group page podcast page (laughs) you know what i mean Uh, we met on a facebook uh page and uh, i was looking to cover the bachelor so we did bachelor in paradise season one and you can go back and listen to that if you're ever interested and we're going to be here every week every wednesday to cover the bachelor with you you can subscribe either on daily dvr or through the batch it up podcast feed it's separate feed we're also gonna be getting a new logo soon so that'll be uh that'll be coming but um that's kind of our background so this is really the first time i've been podcasting 11 years 12 years this is your first podcast sarah correct Yep, Bachelor in Paradise was my very first podcast. There you go. So, Mm -hmm. but it's both new for us because even though I've watched, you know, I've been watching since, I guess, man, for the men, it was like season five or something. Uh, And I think it was only season three or so, maybe, Mm -hmm. of uh, The Bachelorette that I've been watching. And you've been watching since when? So I, I got hooked during Caitlin Bristow's season, fell in love with Ben Higgins, found out Ben Higgins was going to be The Bachelor, and I've been hooked ever since. Yeah. Oh, Ben. Uh, you know, my wife was saying, getting a lot of Ben vibes from Pilot Pete. I was talking to my roommate last night, and I it, it hit me like five minutes before the episode. I was like, I haven't been this excited since Ben Higgins. Yeah. Um, it, it's. I just it just hit me all of a sudden, and I am so looking forward to the rest of the season. <laughs> yes. So as you can tell, we're enjoying the Bachelor people. So if you are a first time listener, please do subscribe, give us a rating on iTunes. That really does help if you write something. There's so many Bachelor podcasts out there, but uh, this is our first season of The Bachelor, so. We're going to take it as it comes. And I mean, I think that we're really lucky because this was an incredible episode. Oh, Um, my God. Absolutely. It was great. We're going to have a lot of fun talking about it. But let me just give you a little bit of intro stuff. Um, You can subscribe to us, of course. You could also go to DVRpodcast.com. We have a bunch of other podcasts that we do 
Heath and I are actually starting on season two of Mindhunter next week, which you can subscribe to that on its own Mindhunter feed. Or like I said, everything comes through Daily DVR. You can subscribe to that. This season, we'd love to hear from people. Email us, please. Uh, you can hit us up at DVRpodcast at gmail.com. And we also have an Instagram, batch it up under batch it up underscore pod baby thank you for setting that up sarah yeah i'm really excited about it i i'm i'm a newbie when it comes to like you know really running a for real instagram so bear with me everybody but please reach out to us on instagram and that's batch it up underscore pod um please um follow us on there and if you have any questions or want to keep the conversation going um connect with us on instagram for sure yeah that's awesome and that'll so you'll probably be talking to if you if you do we have a facebook group too which is a the uh daily dvr facebook group and it's kind of funny because everyone there is like geeky people or like they're into like game of thrones and i'm like bachelor and i think there's one other dude tucker who's yeah. a long time listener who uh who loves the bachelor too and um you know hit us up there it's always fun to keep the conversation going and speaking Absolutely. of that i think we're going to start off you have some news of kind of the bachelor world before we get into pete yeah we've had some news even since we um we recorded last week um i was taking a look at blake hortzman's um instagram this morning and looks like the poor guy got punched in the face it- <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> I know I know this isn't like, you know, huge news, but it was startling to see <laughs> this poor guy. And, and you know, Blake had, has had his ups and downs, but allegedly he just was walking down the street and his, him and a group of folks got attacked and people oh. started punching and everything. So I'm really sorry to hear about that, Blake. And I, I hope that his, his eye is huge. Like it's, oh my God. it's very noticeable. Um, I'm sure so, no alcohol was involved at all. Uh, no, of course party. not. Of course not. <laughs> um, but yeah, that I just felt like I that needed to bring that, that up because that was sad to see. Yeah. Um, also, Kayla from Ben Higgins season got engaged and just announced that on Instagram. So very happy for her. Glad Thank that you. she glad that she um, is doing very well. We haven't really heard too much from her lately, so that was nice to see. Um, and apparently, uh, word on the street is Nick Viall and January Jones are dating. I need to dig into this a little bit more. Wow. But, yeah. I, I saw that she was on his podcast um, that dropped today or yesterday. I guess it was today. Okay. Um, and everyone seems to think that they're a couple. So I need to find out some more information about that. But I that was see interesting. That. Yeah. Good, good for Nick. Yeah, absolutely. Good for Nick. Normcore Nick, getting it done. Yeah. Um, I actually have some uh, Foley family bachelor news, which is that last episode when we did our preview, you were giving me the um, good vibes on Cash Pad. And I was a little skeptical, I have to say, because I love JoJo, but I found Jordan to be just not the nicest dude during Mm -hmm. that season. Yep. And- our family, we sat down. We we're like, let's watch something. I put it. I said, okay, let's watch Cash Pad. My son Lachlan is now in love with this show. I think I love have, to hear that. We have like one episode left. Um, every time he's like, let's watch Cash Pad. <laughs> I don't know if he's like got a little crush on JoJo. I mean, he loves home improvement stuff, but I also have to say, Jordan 
that guy is actually very watchable. And you, I know I can yeah. kind of see like that he really was so competitive during that mm-hmm. season that yeah, he it, was in love. Yeah, <laughs> yep. it did. He he didn't get to show his good side, and they're mm-hmm. both so into it. And I thought it was first going to be just like Jojo and he's kind of along for the ride, but really they're both like coming up with ideas. They're so, I mean, it's real like Locke and today were just before we recorded, we're watching it. And he was like, when are they going to hang their JJ sign? (laughs) (laughs) He's got it down. He knows the ins and outs of it. I love that. Yeah. It's a, it's a great show. And speaking, speaking of uh, bachelor nation in the, in television, um, I also saw that Robbie Hayes is going to be on Siesta key. Yes. Oh God. This season. Um, So that I'm sure will be, that dude a, is so a, a delight. Weird. Yeah. Oh man. I guess I might have to check in on an episode. I've never seen that show. I have watched a few episodes. My roommate was really into it a few a couple years ago, and so I would watch it with her. But we haven't really watched it lately. But I, I feel like I have to pick it up. I have to oh, pick it up man. again as as a bachelor journalist. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of our journalistic duties, let's get into it. Um, what did you think of this episode? It did not disappoint. Let me tell you. What an episode. I just I just kept saying wow the whole time over and over again. I it you know what? Chris Harrison was right. It's going to be the most dramatic season ever. I mean, it's- I totally agree. I thought that this was probably the best first episode that they've done in I don't know. I mean, years. This was so interesting. And I like the way we have, you know, when I was looking through our notes, we both noticed how they just like shortened everything, you know, instead of doing like 50 or like 15 intro packages, they did like seven. Right. The limo entrance. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I I really appreciated that because let's get all of that, you know, annoying stuff out of the way. Let's get into it. Let's get into what's going to happen. Like I, obviously I would like to get to know the girls, but all like the annoying, you know, fanfare with limo entrances, we just don't need all that. And so I appreciated that there wasn't anything too crazy. Um, and that they, yeah, they kept it short and kept it going and we got through it and we were able to move on to what we really wanted to see. Yeah, (laughs) I really, I thought it was great. And I, one thing I noticed too, because usually uh, I'll watch something else on the DVR. So it's traditionally like 20 minutes of commercials per half hour. So mm-hmm. a show is normally between 40 and sometimes 42, 43 minutes long uh, mm-hmm. on network. So I would wait. And w- so we watched all of Below Deck. And then we didn't start watching this until like 8.50 or something, West Coast. And uh, we ended, when we finished watching it, it was just about when the show ended, there was Mm -hmm. less commercials. There was like two, there was like a full two hours or more of content for that time. I think they actually, it was a little bit over that, maybe 2.10 because I was listening oh, to wow. Juliet's pod, she was saying she thought it was like two hours, but I think it's only—I think it was more than that. So it was like it just kept moving. There was never a time when I was bored. Yeah, I agree. It was jam-packed. Yeah, maybe I, a little I, bit I, in the 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 wedding, the vowel renewal. 
That was a little boring to me. I'll admit. Oh, I, I loved every part of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I kept on wondering, I'll mention again, but I just kept on wondering like, what precipitated this? That's not usually a good thing. Bachelor Nation yeah, and Peter true. being the bachelor. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so what were your overall – let's talk just a little bit about our overall impression of the women and overall impression of Peter. What, right. what did you think about all of these women, 30 of them? Yeah, I – you know, it takes me a little while to – have for, for all the girls to grow on me because I, I feel like I still am loyal to like Colton's crop of girls, you know? Yeah. And, and so I'm like, all right, these girls got to prove to me, you know, uh, why why they deserve to be here. So they're growing on me. I, you know, as the episode went on and we got to know them a, a bit more, um, I, I, I don't know if I've really, I really have a favorite yet. I think I'm still waiting to see who kind of come comes into their own. Yeah. Um I, I yeah, I, I like obviously we have some like front runners and villains and whatnot, but I don't know if I personally have a favorite yet. I feel the same way. I really <laughs> you know, it was weird by the end of the show where you have all the Hannah drama and it leaves you a little bit feeling like, wow, like where's his head at? Uh-huh. I kind of felt this same way about all of these women. Yeah. I didn't I just felt it was like there wasn't there usually there's like three or four that really stand out, but yeah. I felt like they were just like kind of a collection of it was pretty diverse, like their mm-hmm. attitudes and their even their dress and style. I felt like it was kind of it was really a hodgepodge kind of thing. I yeah. Felt. I- I agree. And I, I think, you know, having Hannah there, I think my heart's with Hannah. And I think that may be yeah. why I can't really latch on to any of these girls yet. Cause I, I need that <laughs> to work its way out so that I can have a clear head watching it, you know, cause oh, I'm, man. I, I feel for Peter cause I, I want them to be together so bad, him and yeah. Hannah. And so I think, I think for the sake of this season, that needs to get resolved so all of us viewers can have a clear head in watching this, you know? Yeah, totally. They sucked us in. They got oh, – by, by episode oh. five, we'll be like, oh, I love her. Um, so what do you think about Peter? I was really impressed. Um, all the things I was talking about on the preview, I think I felt the same way. Uh, he, I mean, he is kind of cheesy and mm-hmm. – he like always has something to say. Like when I remember there was a uh, one girl, I don't remember who it was just gave him like a bunch of candy at one point and was like, here, you're so sweet. Have candy. And he was like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> and I was like, I would, if somebody handed me candy, I would just be like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know. Thanks for the candy. <laughs> but That's he- <laughs> a really good point. Yeah. He really did have some very, honest responses and was able to kind of keep these conversations going very well. Yeah, he's I mean, very gregarious more so than I thought he would be. I mean, let me tell you when, when this episode started, I always like thought Peter was, was attractive, but man, I forgot how beautiful this man was <laughs> when, when he graced our screens at 8 PM, I was like, ow, ow, ow. Oh my goodness gracious. Well, I think that's, you know, I, for me, I was kind of struck by um, – I mean, I do think that he is an attractive guy, 
But both my wife and I were struck by, we were both saying this season, and I know they just, they released it on Netflix and maybe that's why, is like a return to the Mesnick. Like he Mm -hmm. is kind of like, he's a good looking guy. He's a pilot and everything, but he's also like, he's not Tyler, you know, like he's kind of like a boy next door. Right. And I think that's like the best kind of bachelor that you can get. And I real I don't know. I was really impressed by him this entire episode. I think he really held his own. And I didn't expect it. Like I was coming in saying, oh, the girls are going to do everything. This isn't going to be about his journey. But it was. They made it about really it was about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because he, I mean, he's got to clear his head. And that before we can really, like I said, before we can dive in with these women, it's it's got to be all about Peter because we all have these questions surrounding him. Yeah, they're doing a good job. That's kind of the stuff that we talked about during Paradise, mm-hmm. where we were talking about, I remember on the last episode, we were saying going into The Bachelor that they need to do a better job of linking what happens outside of the world, like even the Instagram stuff or in the real world when they get together into their world. Right. And I think that they really have done that well here with the Hannah stuff, but also with the meeting Kelly before. Yes. Yes. That is like, so it's almost like they did it themselves, you know, like instead of saying, hey, I liked an Instagram post or blah, blah, we met at this event. Like, uh, what was that? Um, Oh, my God. Speaking of Blake, where every where Blake had sex with uh, everyone. Stagecoach. Stagecoach, right. Like instead of giving somebody else, they created their own mythology mm-hmm. by having yeah. them meet at like another event. Oh, from happenstance. Oh, I have a question for you. Okay. I'm sorry if I'm babbling, but uh, <laughs> my wife had an issue with this. They both said that they ran into each other mm-hmm. at the hotel. Yeah. Would you say that you ran into someone that you hadn't met before or is running into, does it make you feel like you know the person already? Okay, that's fair. Well, I feel like Kelly technically knew who, who Peter was. That's a good point. You know, ten, mm-hmm. like, you know, technicality, but that's a fair point. Um, but I do think it, it, I mean, I, in my mind, have always, I never thought there was anything weird behind it. I always thought it definitely was a coincidence that she was at a wedding and he was at his high school reunion. So, but I, that wording is interesting. That's, yeah. that's, that's a valid point. I never thought about that. Because at first I was thinking that she was saying like a figure of speech, like that's, and we kind of argued about it. I was like, no, honey. <laughs> In colloquial terms, you could say, oh, I ran into someone, even if you didn't know them. But usually you think about that like you ran into them because normally you would agree to meet them because they're your friend or your relative, you know what I mean, or someone you know. So I just – but then I started thinking about it more and I just – I don't know. There's something about that story and the way they treat – it's a a little suspicious to me. Okay. so, So let me let me throw this scenario out to you. So if I like were to like see a celebrity, let's just you know throw out Hoda Kotb, Hoda Kotb, my my uh, idol from the Today Show. If I like saw her in the grocery store, I would definitely like call my mom and say, "Look, guess who I ran into?" 
I would, I would say if, like, okay. if it's like a, you know, that's how I would okay. phrase that, you know, like, Oh, I ran into Hoda at the grocery store, you All know, right. like, Oh, Oh, I ran into Peter in the hotel lobby, you know? Yeah. I guess so. I guess it's just kind of a Maybe. language usage thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's you know? an interesting point though. I think it's a valid point to bring up. Yeah. It just seemed a little, the more I c- I'm thinking about it, I just thought it was a little bit suspicious um, but also maybe because I thought that Kelly looked like a little bit, she started reminding me of, uh, Danielle, what's her name? Straub from the real housewives of New Jersey. You know who I'm talking about? Um, that's funny because I think that Madison reminds me of Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She has the same small forehead. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's hilarious yep. that, that you okay. that you brought that up. Yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. All right, the connections are flowing. And then also there was one girl who also I looked like she would be like Whitney from um from the Hills cousin or something like that. There was a yes. couple and there was another one also that looked like Audrina from yes. the Hills too. Very true. I guess the reality thing, see, it's like they become like archetypes and pe- they start, people start casting people that look like another person on a show. Um, mm-hmm. All right, let's get into this. Uh, let's get into the intro packages. Kind of, We'll kind of go through the episode, but we can kind of keep it flowing too because this was like three hours long. There's a lot of content. <laughs> uh, first off, I want to say, the intro stuff. This dude loves to fly planes. Yeah. I mean, well, that the first two minutes of this episode. <laughs> it's really like, this is not a thing like when they say someone is a clothier and they work at like the Gap or something, right? Mm-hmm. He loves flying. Like he is into, and he can really, he can do flips. Oh, yeah. I was like, I have to say- I thought it was this little intro of him was great uh-huh. because I really kind of like, I, I guess the flying thing, I thought it was going to be cheesy, but then when they get into a plane with them and uh-huh. it's the old style, I was, I don't know, man. I just, as soon as it started, I was like, Hey, they're really getting me here. Oh yeah. I thought it was awesome. I loved every second of that. And like when he came out with his just like white t-shirt and jeans, I was like, oh my God, like that they, the producers are working their magic on this. Yeah. Petey. But for the girls, they only did uh seven. Yeah. Which I appreciated because I, I, we don't need background on every single person, yeah. you know? Um, and to be honest, I thought that they could have, maybe picked a few other people. I feel like they didn't pick people that are going to really no, go that far. They didn't. It seems. Yeah. Just Madison. Yeah. Who I think is an early favorite. Well, and Kelly too. Oh, yeah, okay. Madison and Kelly. Oh yeah. That's right. Oh, then, and, oh, and Victoria P. Was she, was Victoria? Yeah. Which one she's was? The, she was the nurse. Oh, okay. That's right. Mm-hmm. That she's the blonde and Victoria right. F has uh brown hair or she's a brunette, yeah. right? So I want to, I want to go back on what I said last week on the pod where I, I was afraid of Victoria P's picture. She seems like a very sweet girl and I'm sorry that I was afraid of her picture. <laughs> she seems so sweet and so nice. And, and I, she does not look scary at all when she's actually on camera. So I'm really happy to see that. <laughs> yeah. She was rocking some glass. There was a lot of glasses happening. 
Yeah, people were saying that she looks like a taller Demi. <laughs> yeah, that that was a vibe. Is that a is that a thing now though? Oh yeah, that's definitely a look. Okay, because yeah. I I noticed it that there was, a, and I have to say too, um, when they cut back, I guess it was in like the third hour of the show, just before they were get. I think when they were getting the card for the second group date, which ends up being Hannah and they were all hanging out without any makeup on and Mm -hmm. like in, in like sweatpants. I know Mm -hmm. this is going to be such a guy thing to say, but that's when they look the best. See men always love this. No makeup look, but it actually takes a lot of effort to get the no makeup look. I'll have, I'll have, you know, okay. It's not as, yeah, it's not as easy as it seems. Th- that's when they look the best. When when and and I think with him too, when he was just like kind of flying or like walking around or like when he w- mm-hmm. when they were at the pilot uh, kind of um, obstacle course and he's jumping around and stuff. Yeah, he kind of look. I don't know. I guess I guess you're right. The natural look it, there. It is always a TV show, um, mm-hmm. but I guess that's also because they just look more approachable. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I agree you know, with that. That's kind mm-hmm. of a deal. But I, I noticed a lot of glasses, and I, because I'm always saying to my wife, I like when you wear your glasses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that I actually noticed that as well. Because I feel like normally we don't get that too much, but, um, but yeah, I definitely noticed that as well. And then we had our limo entrances, which again, not too crazy. Nothing. I mean, what was the biggest costume? I think was like wings or something, right? And then, and then I think it was Deandra showed up with the windmill um, oh, yes. on, okay. on her back. Yeah, um, yeah, but nothing really too crazy. Which, I, like I said earlier, I appreciated because the this is kind of a very cringeworthy part of it is kind of getting all this awkwardness out of the way and let's let's get into it let's get into the good stuff you know and they did a really good job this year of mixing like different women between the intro packages the limo the Uh night one you know what i mean when he's meeting them so it's like i really maybe it's because we're podcasting it but i also kind of feel like i got a better sense of personality right off the bat I agree with that. Yeah. You know, and a little less of like five women in a row that just Mm -hmm. say like, oh, hi, I'm whatever, you know, like boom, 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 like they'd sometimes do. I will say I literally started screaming when Savannah pulled up and blindfolded and kissed Peter. I like was like, oh, my God, like what is happening? I I mean, like it was sweet and like it it, it was like funny, but you, you know, if a guy had done that to a girl, people would, would have been outraged, but I don't know. That's probably true. But you know, Pete is just very kissable. He is. Yeah, you're right. You know, he's a kissable guy. And even the way, uh, my wife and I would talk about this too. Like whenever he's talking to one of the women, he kind of leans in, Mm -hmm. you know, and he like lifts his chin a little bit. And I think that it's just like he always seems like he's ready to make out. <laughs> and I mean, that's for me, that was the kind of through line that ran through this from uh, especially with the entrances where I think this is like what Chris was saying in that intro YouTube video. He was using the word aggressive a lot. 
And I don't know if it's aggressive. I just think he's DTF. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? 24 seven. He's just down. He's just seems like he's just an open dude. He, this is not like Colton or Luke or any of this kind of stuff or even Ari who was kind of like a stick up the ass a bit. Yeah. Right. Um, (laughs) This is like, Hey, I'm young. I'm, I'm a, I'm an, I'm a pilot. We are getting that kind of seventies, I think shag carpet vibe where he's just down to do whatever. And she kissed him. Um, uh, There was a, you know, what's her name? I think it was Victoria F who did the joke about being dry or wet. Yeah. Um, That, Oh, like when, when she did it the first time coming out of the limo, I was like, all right, that's kind of funny. Yes. But then when, then like when she like went back to it, when they were oh, talking again, that was I, I, I literally wanted to like crawl yeah. under a table. Yeah, that, she was just, it was so weird. She was just re-reciting what happened. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yeah, yeah. I kind of remember, <laughs> like, remember. but you can't blame the guy. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. But Absolutely. overall, I think. A lot of the women just get a vibe that he's approachable, that, like I say, he's down, he's ready to go. And I think these entrances were just kind of fun and good. And the best for me was, who was it that gave the note from her grandmother? That was Aliyah. Yeah, Aliyah. Yep, that's how you say it. Yeah. I thought that that was one of the smartest things to do. Because yeah, then it I, I get you to meet sweet. him again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then they went back. You yeah, know, after even though the note wasn't really that great. Yeah, I mean, it was it was fine. It was it was it was a very cute gesture. Um, yeah, she kept on being like, "That's my grandma." They were like, "Yeah, it wasn't that great of a note, though." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but over overall, the the first night, you know, you had your pretty typical interruptions and yep, you know, yep. a few girls getting pretty drunk there. Mm-hmm. I think I want to say it was Katrina. I want to say was, was had some great one-liners, uh, but you could tell a girl was sloshed. <laughs> yeah. Who was it? You're right. And there was another, was it Eunice that they were talking that was talking a lot? And cause she, I was surprised that she went home later. I think that she sounds was, right. Yeah. yeah. She was doing a lot of good, like interview stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The night was, uh, I don't know. I mean, like I said, there wasn't a favorite that came out, mm-hmm. but I have to say that right away, I know. And throughout this season, I can already tell and i we are spoiler free, but yes. this Hannah Ann, Oh boy. Mm-mm-mm. Oh boy. Uh, villain number one. Wow. So wow. fake. Oh my God. Like it's like she is like at a central casting of like the evil stepsister or something. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely tell she has like the de- the devil and her and the angel on her shoulder. <laughs> she's terrible. But she seems like she's gonna get in there though. I uh, yeah, oh yeah. I think seems like Peter's going to fall for her in some capacity. I I have a feeling she's going to go pretty far, which is, you know, going to cause some drama, I'm sure. Um, But she's already driving me crazy. (laughs) Now, who did she have like a little confrontation with? That was, um, Um, which was she in. Yes. Um, Who I kind of liked, but then I kind of felt like, uh, I don't know. 
I, well, you know, when we spoke um, last week, um, you know, based on the pictures and the, and the intro um, information from Chris Harrison, I picked her as to be one of my favorites, but yeah, I, I kind of liked her at first, but I didn't really love, you know, as her, as she went on with the episode, she kind of showed her age. I feel like a little, well, she's not even that young or I'm not actually, I'm not sure. Um, she kind of just came off as a little bit immature and. I, I, I'm not sure if she's ready for this yeah. kind of situation. Yeah. She was, uh, at first I was kind of liking her vulnerability, mm-hmm. but then it turned from vulnerability to like desperation. Yes. And I also agree. that confrontation that they had was basically just Hannah Ann kind of staring her down and, and giving her some creepy smile. Yeah, that was just weird. It was I didn't totally like, weird. I didn't like that at all. It was, it was like pure intimidation kind of thing, yeah. you know, mean girl stuff. Yeah, um, that was just strange. But then it wasn't like she and didn't she wasn't just like whatever. Like screw you, I'm here too. She kind mm-hmm. of couldn't take it. So it's like you don't want to see that on these shows. Like it seems like uh maybe like you're saying it, 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 we do have to remember one thing I kind of felt from this night too was um, he was talking a lot because he was nervous. Right. A lot of the women were doing that, but I really did feel a kind of energy, even though it was fast paced and we were only, usually they give us like two hours of this mm-hmm. and it was only like an hour and 20 minutes or something, right? Yeah. I actually, I was shocked at how quickly the first rose ceremony came first rose ceremony came well they want to get us to hannah oh yeah by hour three so um but i still felt like a lot of nerves like it was Mm -hmm. just very no one again that whole feeling of him having indecision almost kind of spread it was like the women kind of quickly figured out because hannah showed up which we should talk about, right? She yes. steps out of the limo. What did mm-hmm. you think about that? I thought it was unnecessary. As much as I want Hannah to be with Pete, um, I think that probably wasn't healthy for either of them because obviously, as we saw, they still you know, have some feelings that they haven't fully dealt with. And I obviously, it was definitely you know, coming from the producers, like obviously, but, um, I think her, well, I her returning the wings. was kind of sad because it was like, this chapter is closed, you know? Um, but I think that may have opened the door in both of their minds and they probably didn't even realize it. You know? I mean, what do you, su- listen, I, I was saying this to my wife, you can't blame either of them. Like, Oh yeah. If you, no matter, I think until you find someone new, anytime your ex, you run into them or even somebody talks about them, regardless of the situation, you're going to have an emotional reaction. Right. You know? So I felt that it really kind of threw him. He came back inside and he said, you know, let's get to the rose ceremony. And he was like, but seeing her just made me realize that I want, and I didn't believe him at all. I felt like he was lying. I agree. I thought so too. I I was like, nah, this sounds like you just thought you should say that. 
And mm-hmm. it kind of shook the girls. And I thought that kind of just gave a vibe um, to, uh, or actually that was in the beginning. Cause then he said, let's talk you. Cause she came out last, right? Yeah, she yeah she yeah, was very right. She came out before he even talked to them, so that kind of set the vibe for it. it right. well, I mean, but it's a TV show, you know what I mean? It was pretty oh, yeah. from the drama perspective. It did change the vibe. Absolutely, because um, now all the all the girls are yeah. on their toes are, are on their heels. I guess is the better way to describe it. Um, but they're yeah, they're like, oh, why is Hannah here? You know. Uh, let's see what else I had to say. Oh, Natasha freaks me out. Um, do you notice the way like she puts her head down and looks up like with her eye? Like she I did not notice that. No, but I, I thought, you know, for being the oldest one there, um, what was it? Her line cats and rats. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a little, I didn't really love that. I'm like, you're the oldest one there. You should show some class and, you know, be the leader of the pack, you know, um, so to speak. So that, that was a little, I think this is my thought on her. She kind of freaked me out, but when people freak me out, I'm immediately kind of attracted and I'm like, what's going on here? Like, what's up with her? I think that she is either secretly going to be like really funny and this is kind of like she just is an interesting person or she may kind of turn out to be like a crazy stalker type person that after one date with him, she's like, that's my man, you know? Either way, I have a feeling we're going to see her in paradise. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Thank God. See, you just made me think of that. I hadn't even thought of that yet. I just thought about it just now yeah. when, when we were She's talking She's going to be great. She's going to yeah. be great. And uh, I did want to shout out Lexi, who's a redhead like myself. Um, and she kind of reminds me a little of Julianne Moore. I got a Julianne Moore vibe from her. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Definitely. Like in the jowls. She's very jowly. <laughs> <laughs> Julian Moore's jowly. Yeah, Lexi. Lexi stuck around, right? Yeah, she. Yeah, she, yeah that's right. She might be a seat. She might be a little. You know, us redheads. It's it's a it's a small <laughs> club, and uh, sometimes we sneak in there. We're unique. I can see you Peter know? going for a redhead. Yeah, you know, flying high in the friendly skies. <laughs> um, all right, so then we get to the rose ceremony. Was there anything else that happened, kind of in the? The, the that night there was a the interruptions got on my nerves after a while. Yeah, Hannah Ann continuing to Ugh. interrupt people, and then the fact that she got the first impression rose. I'm like Peter, how can you not see through? Like I just don't understand how the leads don't see through this. Like how did how did how did Hannah not see through the Luke P bullshit on the first night? How is Peter not seeing? Through the Hannah Ann bullshit. I don't understand. Like, uh, obviously, like, I wouldn't want to be with someone who is disrespectful to other people. Yeah. You know? Well, and- I think it's the same way I said that when someone is strange or something, it's intriguing. You know, they're in a heightened situation. And that's fair. she stands out. That's true. You know what I mean? And And it's intriguing. He doesn't. Through the editing and through the parsing of these little like moments, we get to see who she is or who they want us to think she is. But maybe for him, you know, even at, during the whole pilot thing, he was like sitting next to her and talking to her, right? Like, uh-huh. 
there's obviously some sort of attraction that's going, even though she just, I don't know, just even her face, this, everything about her just looks artificial to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the other interesting thing that I got out of this before the rose ceremony was that he had mentioned that he hadn't stopped thinking about Kelly since they met in the hotel yeah. lobby. That's and I'm right. like, oh, that's interesting that someone really does have a leg up already. Yep. Um, and I, I was actually <clears throat> surprised that she didn't get the first impression rose. Um, so I thought it would come down to her and Hannah Ann. Well, um, remember he said to her though, he gave her one of those kind of like, um, he was talking to her. Like, I think he wanted Hannah to talk to him mm-hmm. during his season. And he said to her, like, no matter what happens, remember that there's a connection between us. You remember that? They were kind of sitting out back. I think. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I think that that was kind of his way of saying to her, like, you know, like often happens in this show, you go, you take a person in the beginning, they hang out with someone and they really like them. So they yeah. kind of put them away. Right. And yeah. say, okay, I already know I like them. Now I got to go figure out if I like these other people, but it makes that person feel like they don't like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. So he uh, was kind of giving her the in up there. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But um, but we know that there's somebody else that he can't forget a little bit more than her. Take a little break to tell you about cufflinks.com. And I want to give another special shout out to Ben, James, and Kim, who won our last big Cufflinks giveaway. And there's more to come. I've got great products from cufflinks.com to give to you. And you know what you can give to us? your time. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Use code winner20 and you could get amazing savings. 20% off. It's the winter clearance sale from January 3rd to the 12th. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today and stay tuned because we've got lots of great cufflinks giveaways coming your way right here on the DVR podcast network, baby. Do it. One of the best parts about podcasting is getting to know the listeners and making new friends. And one of those friends is Andy. You may have heard me mention him before on one of our many podcasts. And Andy and his wife, Claire, are looking to adopt. So if you or anybody you know is considering adoption for their baby, please consider the loving family of Andrew and Claire. They're a home study approved adoptive family of three living on a farm in southern Minnesota with a dog, Barney, and two turtles. They're able to adopt from anywhere in the United States and would love to answer any questions you may have. To learn more about them, check out their Facebook page at Andrew and Claire Adopt or on Instagram at Andrew underscore and underscore Claire underscore adopt. You can also email them at Andrew and Claire Adopt at gmail.com. So again, if you or anyone you know is considering adoption for their baby, reach out at andrewandclaireadopt at gmail.com. Thanks. Let's see. Who went home? We had our rose ceremony. So all the flight attendants went home. (laughs) That was on purpose, I bet. Yeah, I I was shocked because I was like, I'd I'd written down the list and then I was going through it and I was like, wait a second. Yeah. All of the flight attendants went home. That's wild. I, I mean, they made, well, I guess they, I don't know if they made a huge deal about it, but I thought, you know, going through the list of the girls prior to the season, like 
at least one flight attendant would stick around, you know? Well, they did make a little joke about it when they were arriving, right? They were like, you're a flight attendant? You're a, fl- oh, oh, yeah. a flight attendant? That's right. All three of them showed up in a yeah. row, allegedly. And- I'm sure that was editing, but yeah, that was funny. And there was one of them, I think that was on my list, who I thought might who I thought might get far, but mm-hmm. I guess, uh, you know, maybe it's a coincidence or maybe he was just like, I'm not doing that. Like uh, this business will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, I think it was Jade that you had on your okay, list. Okay. I think that went maybe, home. Yeah. So yeah. it was, Oh, go ahead. Well, I, I think, um, you know, some of the girls went home were surprising, but uh, the only one that I'm really going to miss is Marissa. She had mm-hmm. one of the intro packages um, and seemed like a very sweet girl. Um, so I'm I'm curious if she's going to be the grocery store Joe of this season because um, I could see her coming back to paradise. I thought that her story was interesting. It was also a little suspect. I don't know because – she said she lost the weight, but did she, did she, maybe she got liposuction? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I felt like how I, I didn't, I, the story was a little like wink and a nod. Did you feel that way? I didn't. Um, but I don't know. I, I just was kind of taking it at face value. Okay. Maybe I'm yeah. just suspicious of everyone. I thought there was a little, just, I thought it was not. What I mean is I think that they the, – like the producers and her were kind of like winking at it the way that they were cutting back to what her job was. Um, but I thought that she was really cool. Yeah, she seemed like a very sweet girl. Yeah. I thought I thought she could have gone far. But Yeah, and she was uh, beautiful. I, th- I thought that she would be – I thought she was going to be a part of this season. I was kind of surprised by her not getting – all the other women I felt like, you know, I don't know. Do you? I think I heard it was either Nick or Ben say that um, when they were on with Juliet, that you basically have like five or six women that you know you're gonna like. Mm-hmm. Then there's like a second tier, and then like pretty much all the rest you're not really vibing with. They're good people, but you're just not feeling a spark or anything. Yeah. So. I feel like you could kind of interchange a lot, you know, like. And I'm sh- sure that that group of, of folks is definitely driven by the producers. Yes. Like, uh, like the, you know, yep. you're not vibing with them, but we want some entertainment. Exactly. Let's, like throw these girls into the mix. Yeah. I, so I feel like he's like, I like, I'm keeping these like eight or 10. Mm-hmm. And then. You, whatever you guys want. And, and if, and sometimes the producers are probably like pick, uh, you know, like Peyton or Jade. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll stay with Peyton or something. You know? Right. Yeah. Any, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah. Because none of them were like, again, nobody got super drunk. Nobody mm-hmm. like was, you knew where it's going to go home. So I didn't, when they when he was announcing them all, really it was only Marissa, uh, or Marissa, that I was like, oh man, I thought that would have been cool if she stayed. All the rest, I was kind of like, I don't even remember who they were. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I think it was a very safe uh, first rose ceremony. <laughs> yeah, wasn't too much. Well, because they had a lot to get to. 
Oh, yeah. And um, we, we kind of rolled right into this. Fr- when this first date happened uh, at this, what was, this was the airport challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. The airport hangar. Yeah. It happened so quick. It it went by very quickly. Yeah. I was like, but wait, I thought, the first I thought it was a, Yeah. I thought it was a blast to, to watch. I had a lot of fun with it, but even when it started, I was like, wait, we're into the show already. Like. It was just, I, I really, I just enjoyed it. And I thought this whole thing was great. I love the women pilots, especially the one who was kind of the lead. Yeah, that was awesome. She was getting a lot of cracks in there. She had yeah. a very dry sense of humor. Especially when they were going with like the math problems yeah. and all the, all the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was like, well, now that they know third grade math, yeah, that we was can move hilarious. on. And I got yeah. the, did you get the miles right or wrong? Um. I got it right. Yeah. Five, okay. five, uh, five, two, eight, zero. Yeah. Okay. I did not. I, I, I don't know. I said something stupid. I said like 15,000 or something. Well, I think some of the girls may have been misled and thinking like when, like what they say, the, um, like how high you have to be when you can take your seatbelt off. I think maybe some of the girls had misinterpreted that. Oh, okay. As being what they were asking. Um, but obviously the question was how many like feet are in a mile, but I, I think there was maybe some miscommunication there and maybe some editing happening that made that look, uh, some of the girls look a little dumb there. (laughs) Well, as we can tell by you are following the rules here, um, you were not happy about Kelly cheating. Um, I am a a stickler (laughs) for following the rules and, I obviously I would not have like, you know, um, cried as much at not cried, but just complained as much as the other girls, but I did not appreciate Kelly cheating yeah. and I did not appreciate Peter letting it slide, but you know, he just let it, he just let it slide because obviously he wanted to hang out with mm-hmm. Kelly, but I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't appreciate that. So I, I understood why the girls were upset. I think they should have just sucked it up, you know, and, and gone on with it. But, um, but I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. You got to let it go because that's never a good look. Exactly. Um, like, yeah, like, like when Shan was like so upset and crying, yeah, like, wow. like, oh my God, girl, calm down. It's exactly. not serious yet. That, that like, is not, it's not good. And it's so early on, you know, and also yeah. you're on an obstacle course on a bicycle with a big propeller in the, fr- I mean, like, When they showed the map, uh, or or when they showed it, how she cheated, like with the tire, everything that was hilarious. Which was hilarious. I was like, man, I don't know. You know, I would have maybe thought that you could just go straight to, you know, like. But she could. The one thing I will say is that Kelly could have at least said, "I'm sorry. It was just in the heat of the moment. I real. If I had known." I didn't mean to hurt you. Yeah. She was just like, sorry. Yeah. Like that's really yep. like all, all she had to say. I didn't um, like but that. I, I agree. I think she should have owned up to it and should have at least offered. And then Peter could have decided. Yeah. Bah, bah, bah. yeah. Even though she came on kind of strong, 
who what was it Sheehan who confronted her or, or was it it was maybe- I want to say it was Tammy okay. that confronted her when yeah. they were back at at the hotel in which they had met <laughs> yes which is totally which not on purpose I'm right? like oh my god these producers <laughs> are milking this my god and then they recreate their whole meeting Oh, that, I, I actually thought that was kind of cute. It, it was um, cute, but I, I don't know. I'm telling you, I have a, uh, I don't know. I, I'm get, I just get a kind of, a, um, I think that this was producer intervention. Oh, hey, yeah. you know what? He's in town, blah, blah, blah. Or you should go to this. Oh, you think their, their initial meeting was? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I don't know. I don't I know. I find it suspicious. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess everything with this is suspicious, but I don't know. I like it matters. It. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm going to get right. to it. You're right. We're going to discover the truth of it all. But it was yeah. kind of funny and it did. It was so crazy the way that he was not even realizing that saying that at the end would have an effect on everyone else. Like he was just, he gave her the rose and he was like, you know, this is the place where we met, where we first met. And then they were all like, dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. and it was yeah. like, he didn't realize. And that just kind of shows you how like hectic this environment would, would be. Cause you think like, dude, maybe, you know, save that for later, you know? Right. Yeah. And another thing, that I noticed that was very scandalous was when him and Kelly were having their alone time. He like pulled, he pulled the, the Hannah B move and, and put her up on the bar. And then did you see, he literally tried to like open her legs Uh at one point. I was like, Peter, (laughs) (laughs) like this is the first group date. Like, Calm down. Well, you know, my wife noticed that too. She made me I was, rewind I was, it. I, my jaw yeah. dropped to the floor. <laughs> my wife was like, he tried to open her legs. Of course, I'm a dude. I'm sitting there. I'm going like, yeah, of course he did. What else is he going to do? Like he's, you know, he's getting in there. He's trying to make, make his just, move. I was just shocked. That's but, the way Peter I mean, rolls. That's Peter's move. Yep. You know, lifting him up onto something. Um, but I just, that I was like, oh my goodness, Peter (laughs) was kind of forward was kind of, (laughs) um, oh, to go back to the airport challenge. I forgot. Um, this part was a little bit of genius, funny and throwback to, uh, Ari season. Mm -hmm. Was it Victoria P who had the motion sickness? Yes. Victoria P. And then they showed the teacup and that was a throwback to Ari with Annalise and the bumper cars, Mm -hmm. how she wouldn't go in a bumper car. And I really, when they do stuff like that, it really makes me laugh. And I love it. Oh, I was smiling, but also like, also like nervous for Victoria P. But I, I, I really appreciated the, the throwback there. Listen, I couldn't do any of this stuff. I, the other night I was playing a video game and I wasn't sitting directly in front of the TV and I was like off to the side and I started feeling dizzy and I had to lay down and close my eyes for like a half an hour. I, I can't, I can barely ride in a car as a passenger um, I'm like, I have such mo- motion sickness. And when I fly, I hate flying. And it's not because I'm afraid we're going to crash or any of that. I'm not. 
it's because of just the the motion, the up and down, and uh, like it just messes me up. So when I was watching oh, no. this. I was really, I really felt for her. And I have to say, that's quite a trooper. She just went into the bathroom, yacked, drank the water, and she was back to doing her thing. I agree. You know, like I said, you know, first impression, I was a little intimidated by Victoria P. But now I'm a big fan of hers. I, you know, she, you know what? She may be the one that stood out to me. Um over the episode. Now that I think about it more, she may be like the, the one that I'm pulling for most so far, but cause I, yeah, you're right. She was a trooper and mm-hmm. she like went in there and she did it and just kind of like, you know, did her thing and came back out and kept on going. So I, yeah, she may be my favorite so far. And that's I've, why I I've think decided. the hotel, I like her too. I like mm-hmm. her. And that's why I think the hotel thing, the hotel thing, the Hannah thing, I like when the producers come in, but it does change the vibe. Uh-huh. And I feel like if they hadn't have gone to the same hotel that he and Kelly met at, it might've been Victoria P who was getting the rose, getting a little bit more attention, uh-huh. you know, because yep. that was kind of a thing. Or maybe he's just not that into her, but um, we saw that that wrapped up. As we said, Kelly got the rose. What do you right. think of Kelly? I don't know. Um, I just, I think I'm indifferent towards her at the moment. I, I think she may end up being, you know, skewing more toward a villain. Um, Mm. I'm, I don't know. I just, just based on some of the first interactions and just like we had talked about, like her reaction to the girls being upset with her for cheating. Um, I I don't know. I, I I have mixed feelings about her. I agree with you. I, yeah. I don't know which way to go because certain times I get a vibe that she is just kind of like a little detached, mm-hmm. a little overwhelmed by the process and what's happening. And then sometimes I'm not sure whether that's an act and she's really a little bit feels above it all. Well, I mean, and she she's a lawyer. She's an attorney. So yeah. she's got a good head on her shoulders. So I'm pretty sure she's calculating every move. And she's got a poker face. Yeah. And I think that comes through. She's cool, calm, and collected. And I'm not quite sure what to th- – initially, I was like, wow, I really like her. She was yeah. smart. I like the kind of way that she just – she kind of just speaks. She she has a very almost monotone voice. Um, and I just thought she was kind of interesting. But then mm-hmm. you're, like as little things went on, I just kind of started feeling I'm not so – like you're saying, she might end up kind of becoming a little bit villainy right. in this. But maybe not. We'll see. Um, yeah. So that date wrapped up. She got the rose. They are really connecting though too. Oh, Yeah. They are really connecting. And then we got, and that also the, um, the flight at, uh, at like, um, sundown was really beautiful. Yeah. That was very cool. The plane stuff in this episode was, I mean, they lucked out with him, right? Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Anytime they want, they're just like, Hey, go, go to plane. They love planes now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then we get our first one-on-one with Madison. We both talked yeah. about how she has a little Teresa 
Gudaichi. Uh, how do you pronounce her last name? I am not 100% Judice? sure. I think it's Gudice. They say Judice, but see, I'm from or Jersey, Ju- so I would Judice. say Gudaichi. But I don't know. I'm, I'm just throwing a little Italiano in there. Uh, what do I know? I'm Irish. Um, <laughs> so am I. <laughs> I. I thought – there we go. Uh, I thought that this whole wedding renewal, this whole date, I like Madison. She was kind of a favorite of mine. I was a little disappointed because I thought she was like 5'11", but she doesn't seem to be that tall. Yeah. Yeah, not too tall. So, yeah, I – I really like loved the idea of this date. I thought it, I mean, obviously it was forced, you know, the, yeah. this is definitely like producer intervention, especially cause it wasn't even like their 30th anniversary. It was like 31 or 33 or something like that. Um, so I was, I was like, well, this is definitely like for the show, but I actually really love every part of it. And I love that Peter, uh, do you have to be ordained for Val renewal, renewal, renewal? Oh my God. Tongue twister. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As you like renewal. Oh God. You know what? That's, that's not going to happen today. Um, I didn't know you needed to be ordained. I thought you just like got to stand up there and help them, you know. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't think that that's a legal thing. You're already married. It's yeah, just exactly. uh, Yeah, you don't have to. I mean, I guess if they wanted to be sanctioned by a certain denomination or something, oh, they would true. have, you know, you'd have to be ordained. But I think that legally speaking, you've already, you're married. There's no, right. you don't renew it. Exactly. But I thought it was very sweet. I really loved that you know, they are making his family a big part of this episode because obviously, yeah. you know, Peter's draw was that we loved his family so much. Um, I am obsessed with his mom. She's so amazing and beautiful and sweet. And I just really loved it. It was it was a very cheesy situation all around, but I loved every second of it. I am glad that you enjoyed this because I found to me, this was a part where I kind of zoned out. (laughs) Um, I just, it felt a little bit like you're saying, like the producer intervention thing. It's like all of a sudden they're just like, it seemed a bit much too. I mean, it's like the first date she's, they've done this before. I know. I didn't love that. It, this was a first date. (laughs) I guess I didn't love that aspect of it. I just enjoyed that they had this be a part of the show. Yeah. Well, it was, <laughs> I, it was sweet. It was it sweet. It was very sweet. Yeah. And actually, I loved all the stuff with his family. Yes. And him talking about his roots and mm-hmm. the food and him dancing a lot and his oh, yeah, mom and his dad. I think his family is great. I agree. Yeah. I'm a big fan of his family. Somebody, uh, I think, on Facebook said, um, that they thought his parents had probably been to a few key parties in the seventies. And uh, I'd have to agree with that. Like, I just think I get, maybe that's where he gets it from. I just get it. Even his brother, his little brother. Um, I get a kind of a cool vibe from them. And I, I yeah, I mean, but this was like, um, I mean, she's like giving a toast at it and every, you know, it was like, I just felt maybe it was a little bit too much too soon. Yeah. For him and Madison. And I kind of did not feel like there was a heavy, they had a great date and it was like never ending, but I almost It was was jam packed. Let me tell you. I kind of feel like they blew their load on that one. Like, I mean, not to be nasty about it. And I'm talking about in the windmill. 
but I mean, on the, oh my God. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> hey, come on. It's the bachelor. I went there. Um, oh God. I just feel like it was too much. Like, what are you going to do after that? I mean, yeah, I feel like every, you got to top that date going for somehow. And it's going to be tough. Cause I mean, it was, it was a full, like full, very extremely full day. You know, because I feel like they wouldn't. The band, yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't match something like a, you know, the renewal. There you go, I got it. Yeah. Um, with like a band, I feel like that was a lot, and then they had like a pretty like in depth, you know, dinner, and then the family coming back when the band is playing. It was a lot. It was. Um, It was a when I when the family, the band starts playing. They have their little talk. The band yeah. starts playing. They walk in. Oh, I said, okay, this is nice. They're going to – and then the family's in the background and the lady's singing. She was a great singer, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and everything's happening. And I'm like, this is too much. I don't, I don't think you can top this, especially when so much every woman that sound in, sat down and spoke to him was like, my grandparents have been married for 40 years. My parents have been ma- like, everything was about family, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And Absolutely. then she gets to take part in that, his whole family and their wedding renewal. And like, I just, I, I don't, I initially, I feel like Madison is a favorite, but I feel like she's going to fall out. I kind of agree with you. I think that's a fair statement. Um, I think she's going to, um, you know, rev up pretty quickly, but I think they're going to fall off cliff at some point. It was, I mean, that was a long date. Yeah, that was very long. I mean, good for her. That's a lot of good quality time with him, but yeah, I think it may be too much too soon. A lot of dancing. He did a lot of dancing this episode. Yeah. So, I mean, for the most part, he has some good rhythm, but then there were some, some parts where I was like, Oh, <laughs> there, there, there are those white boy moves. <laughs> and I do have to comment because we talked about it last episode about how every all the guys are so buff and everything. And they did have one shot with him with his shirt off. And I think he's sprinkling some water on himself or something. He was cleaning off the plane. He was cleaning off the plane, but it accidentally went on his chest. Yeah. Um, he does not. He is not uh, in that amazing shape. Uh, yeah, I I wouldn't that I wouldn't classify it as a dad bod per se. Like I still think okay. as a good podcast. <laughs> Maybe I was trying to make myself feel good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he definitely isn't like you know six twelve pack like. Yeah, Tyler. that's what I mean. It doesn't look like he. It looks like he spends his time flying, not at a gym eight hours a day. Right, which is refreshing and approachable. Yes, exactly, and I think it, it says. It speaks to a realness that he is what he says he is. Mm -hmm. So I kind of dug, I wanted to mention that. All right. So we're getting to the end here. I mean, this last date. um, I was dying. I mean, it's just all about Hannah. I mean, they were supposed to write about like, was it? Did I write it in the notes? It's like the vagina monologues, right? That's kind of what they're doing. Isn't that what this is? Like a. Basically. Hannah came in, told the story of the windmill, and said to the girls, "Now I want to hear a story from you like guys a sex about story, right? Yeah, is that what and what is vagina monologues? I never saw that. 
Um, I'm not actually sure. I, I mean, I've heard of it. I haven't actually seen it. Okay. Um, but I just like, I well, I hated that the producers made Hannah do this because you know that Hannah isn't coming in like as this is her idea to come. Let's, you know, let me show off, you know, to all these new girls about my time with Peter in the windmill. It was like, uncomfortable. I hated every moment of it. And I just felt so sorry for Hannah because, you know, I could just feel like her cringing underneath talking about all that and having to continue to talk about it over and over again. And uh, I just hated every minute of that. And then we then, you know, cue to the two of them where we get to the real juicy stuff that we've been waiting for all episode. I don't think I honestly don't think this was planned at all. I think this is a very honest, natural reaction from the both of them. Um, and I, I think I think what the producers had asked Hannah to do, I you know, in retelling that story, I think it sent her over the edge. Yeah. And I think and I think that's why she had to go and compose herself and got emotional. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation between the two of them. Um, I thought it was the most real that I've ever seen Peter be. I've really appreciated his honesty when, when he was like, you know, when you asked Tyler out on national TV, did you ever, you know, consider asking me and my heart broke. And I literally was like, Oh my God, Hannah, what have you done? Um, I just, Oh, my heart breaks for both of them. Because you know if she had picked Peter, that they'd be playing their wedding right now. Yep. I, I, I have to say that this got me. Um, the way that – I mean, I do think that they pushed this, right? Having her come back again, the mm-hmm. wings, and then telling the story. And then even the girls were like, why is she still here? Yeah, you the know, girls like- were like – the heck like move on so it was i hated that too because then that made hannah look bad you know to them it was drama rific it worked and then when hannah kind of was breaking down like behind that windmill and they were talking to her and then she has to go back and then they're like kind of lying on each other and he's holding her and you're Mm -hmm. right back there to her Mm -hmm. season right Absolutely. And when he's exactly what you mentioned, when he was like, when you asked Tyler out, cause I can remember sitting on the same couch. I was sitting out watching this episode last night, saying to my wife, when she asked Tyler out, I was like, what about pilot Pete? Same. What same. about pilot Pete? And then it was like, she got caught up in things. He got caught up and she was like, I thought you wanted to be the bachelor. Yeah. And that was kind of breaking down that fourth wall, right? And I just thought she goes to one side and she's leaned up against the mirror. He's sitting there with his hands. It I mean, it was really wonderful. It, oh yeah. It, I was sitting there thinking to myself, maybe I mean, my wife is like, well, they shot this when she was doing this. She can't come to the show. And I don't really know what the ins and outs of it are. Mm-hmm. Um, like if she was shooting Dancing with the Stars at this time or whatever. So, so this um, episode, 
um, because he came in and he said, hey, birthday girl. Um, She danced, um, I believe it was like her second or third week. Um, Her her dance was on her birthday. Okay. And so this happened, I guess, during the day or maybe the day before. But then she had to go out and dance on Dancing with the Stars and pull herself back up. And it makes a lot of sense because that was a week on Dancing with the Stars that she was a little bit more hypersensitive to some of the feedback um, from the judges. And so that kind of makes sense that she had a lot she had a lot of feelings going on um, that we didn't know about at the time. And the fact that she couldn't talk to Alan about that, Alan being her Dancing with the Stars dance partner, um, I'm sure that was a lot, um, you know, to keep inside and not be able to talk to anybody about um, so I, like all of that was going through my mind. As soon as he said, Hey, birthday girl, I was like going through the dancing with the stars timeline <laughs> in my head That's and was awesome. like, Oh my God, this all makes sense now. And that is crazy. Yeah. Cause man, I was, you have in the notes, um, that you were hoping that Peter just like leaves the show. So here, here is my hopeful <laughs> plot twist that I know will never happen. You know? Hannah and Peter realize they're still in love and they go off to be together and they bring Mike in to swoop in and replace Peter as the bachelor. Obviously that's not going to happen. But the thought crossed my mind too, because you could, I mean, look, I know that I've been there. Have you ever been there with an ex where you're like sitting there with them and you're saying like, this just doesn't work. It didn't work out, but I still feel this way. Should I move on? I thought I moved like that indecision is so palatable Mm -hmm. and they did such a great job of just letting them talk. Oh yeah. That I was just drawn into it and I just couldn't, it really, I mean, I was left thinking the same thing as you. I want them to be together And I feel bad for all the other women, but I kind of felt like best case scenario was that he say, you know what, Hannah, Um, I know you're on Dancing with the Stars. You got to go do it, but I'm walking off this show right now and I'll be there for you Mm -hmm. as a friend right now. And we'll work towards something else when your show is over because you're worth more to me than all of this. But then we... That that can't happen because they already showed us that there's another episode. <laughs> I know. I, I don't I, think that's going to happen. I am just like it, it's. I, they they need to clear this up so that I can have a clear mind. Yeah. And because I am, I'm always going to be Team Hannah and Peter forever, as of right now, unless they are able to have a productive conversation and convince all of us viewers <laughs> that they've moved on. <laughs> well, they've done something really interesting here, which is they created great drama, but at what cost? I know. Right. Because exactly. if they can't, if, if by the end, if our, when we record our next episode, I think our greatest question, and it's kind of like, it's interesting. It's like going into a cliffhanger here mm-hmm. is like you said, are they going to be able to convince us by the end of the next episode that we want him to find love with one of these women, or Uh are we still going to think that Hannah and him are destined to kind of be together? Yep. Yeah. Because that's going to be a tough task. It really is right now. The way he, when he was like, 
no, I shouldn't say this. Oh God, I don't, um, I want, I, would you, I want it. Would you come on the show? Like when he said it that way, it was so vulnerable. It felt Mm -hmm. so, it really did feel real to me. Yeah. That was like the most real that I've seen Peter be. Uh, And when he, and when Peter was like, I was ready to, to give, to give it another shot with you Mm -hmm. after the whole Jed situation. I was like, Oh my God, Hannah, why didn't you ask him on a date instead of Tyler? She played it perfectly. I mean, she was just standing up there, right? Like she was getting, Oh, she was so frustrated. I felt like we were watching a streetcar named desire or something, Uh man. It it was like, it was really great drama. Oh yeah. And I, don't blame her for not going after Peter because he was in the running to become bachelor. And if she truly thought he wanted to be the bachelor, I commend her for putting her feelings aside and, and, you know, saying like, I'm not going to get in the way of him having this opportunity. I commend her for that. I don't blame her for having the feelings that she had. I also don't blame Peter either. I just think, I just wish that someone would have made the first move and then they wouldn't be here and Mike would be the bachelor and Hannah and Peter would be together and they'd be playing their wedding and everything would be fine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's always like that, right? You, when you're dating, you, it's the ones like you try too hard that you should have backed off uh-huh. and it's the ones that you should have been more aggressive with that you try to play it cool. And she was so, you know, she was Hannah beast, right? Hannah beast. But she didn't go after him. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, I love you. I love you. But he saw something on TV and he shut down. Mm -hmm. So maybe the, you know, I guess in the end, maybe we can say like, you know, they're like two ships passing in the night. You know, they had their, they had their windmill, but, that's gonna. They'll. That's what they'll say. We always had the windmill. Mm-hmm. And did you? Do you? Did you hear her slip up a bit when she said it was always going to be you and Jed? <clears throat> and I have a feeling yeah. she sent Peter home because she knew that it'd be easier to choose between Jed and Tyler. You know. And so that was an interesting slip up that she had because I, I I heard her say it and then I heard her try and kind of come back from it. Um. But I thought that was some in- an interesting insight from that conversation. That kind of reasoning, uh, whenever I hear them talk about that later, mm-hmm. it's always – you can tell how confused they are. Right. You know, because it's like, well, I thought if I did this and that. and it, In the end, you just got to do what you do. You know, right. like, it, I mean, it, it, who knows how this is going to work out. Now, before we go, one last question I have for you is a big question we had – when we're doing the preview is Peter talking about how no one's going to be able to spoil this season. Right. Did any of this, we had theorized, Oh, perhaps that means they're going to do a survivor type finale where they announce the winner live or they go live somewhere else. Now I'm starting to think, does it maybe mean because Hannah's involved still at the end of this? I, that makes sense to me, you know? I I feel like that has to be something with it. I feel like she's going to be around oh, man. for most of the season. I don't know. That's just, that's just the vibe that I got from this episode. Well, I guess we're going to have to wait and see till next week. Yeah. I, I do want to say some of the ending um, 
ending parts with uh, Chris Harrison were hilarious. They were great. The cow with stuff. The cow. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Oh, hey. And it was that little thing of him driving in the car with Peter where he's like, hey, what kind of woman do you want, Pete? Yeah. I loved it. I want more Chris Harrison. I do too. I think he, yeah, he really needs to come into his own and, and show his, uh, his funny side. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, this was a great episode. I think, uh, I think that's all I got. How about you? Yeah, I think it's great. Um, thanks for listening everybody. Um, again, please follow us on Instagram at batch it up underscore pod. Um, and as always, please rate review and subscribe. Subscribe.